Hi, insiders. Welcome back for a new episode all about the Proud family, Louder and Prouder. And we couldn't be more proud of our guests today. Kyla Pratt, Joe Marie Payton, Tommy Davidson, Paula J. Parker, Bruce Smith, and Ralph Farquhar. The Proud family first debuted on the Disney Channel in 2001. And now, a little over 20 years later, they're back with 10 new episodes. Our favorites have returned, along with some new characters in Smithville. The 2020s bring new challenges for Penny, including social media influencers, bullying, and her own teenage hormones. Trudy reaches new career highs, and Oscar dreams even larger. I remember this show growing up. The opening theme song was one that stuck with me. It brought the laughs and addressed some important lessons. I'm excited for the next generation and beyond to meet this beloved family facing today's world. Joining us first are Kyla Pratt, the voice of Penny Proud, and Joe Marie Payton, who voices Sugar Mama. Welcome, you two. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Okay, so for those who haven't seen The Proud Family or need a refresher, how would you describe your characters and the relationship they have with each other? Okay, first of all, if you have not seen The Proud Family, where have you been? What are you thinking about? Come on, stop playing. The Proud Family is a show about a young woman and her family who love each other, but they're crazy. <laughs> Pretty much like every real family in the world, you know, we all have those family members who we, you know, love and some who we don't want to claim. And we, um, yeah, we basically just live in life and going through so many different things. And, and if you haven't seen The Proud Family from back in the day, one of our main things is that we always touch subjects that people shied away from. We talk about real life things. We show people who are real. We show a representation of so many different people in every possible way. Like, I feel like if we find someone that we haven't represented, we're like, all right, we need to add a character in that way, you know? And that's mm -hmm. such a great writer, such a great team. But anybody who hasn't seen the Proud Family original, you can watch the Proud Family louder and prouder without seeing it. But just go back and stream the other ones too so you can get the, the little side bits that, you know, only classic fans are going to know. But also too because it's something that's going to make you laugh. It's going to make you feel. It's going to make you, I just feel love. And, and it's going to make you feel seen as a person because there's always someone on our show that someone can relate to. And everybody wants to feel seen. You know, so come laugh mm -hmm. and enjoy people being loud because you guys are actually tuned in to probably two of the loudest people. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I mean, you said it all right there. You said it all right yes, there. Did. And <laughs> I did grow up with the original series. It's 20 years young or plus now at this point. And yes, I did actually go back and refresh on those. And I was taken back to the Destiny's Child theme song. I was like, wow, blast from the past. But right. you two now, how did you both hear about the series coming back? Because again, it's been, a, it's been a while. I was real excited about it coming back. Once the reality of the situation was clear that it was coming back then I was really excited. But, you know, like I mentioned to Kyla and a few others, it didn't feel like 20 years being away. It felt like 20 minutes because we were able to jump right back into it. You know, the energy was there. The voices were there. The love was there. The writing was there. Everything was perfect. And uh, the time had changed. The situations have changed, you know, mm -hmm. and we've moved up 20 years. We have different things that we're dealing with right now. And we're dealing with them and we're shouting about them. We're not quiet about anything. Everything and everybody that has a purpose and has a has a, uh, a a situation or a story to tell, we're telling those stories, and we're making you feel not only seen but safe to be who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, to express what you need to express, 
And, uh, and it's okay if you're ashamed, it's okay if you're hurt, it's okay if you're mad. And all uh, because we have a way to make you appreciate that also. It's part of growth and understanding each other. We can move through life with all of us being in a better place. And I like that about the Proud family. That's what I'm excited about. That's what I'm glad that we can still do after 20 years of being separated from telling the truth about a lot of different things and being honest. Hmm, I love that. I mean, it sounds like you guys really are delivering on the louder and prouder name of it. (laughs) I really, really like this though. Okay, so it sounds like you guys got right back into it, right back into character. Was there anything that was new for you though? Like anything that was like, oh wow, this is exciting, like new, different, other than maybe the new topics or maybe you wanna talk a little bit more about that. I think the main thing that was new for me and probably uh, Joe Marie as well mm-hmm. is having to record at home because mm-hmm. the pandemic happening. Uh, yes. We uh, <laughs> announced the reboot and literally like, I want to say a month or two later, everything shut down and we were supposed oh. to bring together. And then now I have people on my Twitter like, when is the show coming? I'm like, dang, mm-hmm. it's a pandemic. How is it? Give us a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, delayed for over a year, yes. It delayed it over a year. Wow. I literally, I have a picture. I have pictures of me setting up like my own. Well, they, of course, helped to do the in, in-home studio, but then trying to put a pillow mm-hmm. over my head to make sure I got all the right sounds. And it's like, it's been a crazy experience in that way and not being able to see everybody that I'm used to seeing um, in person. That's mm-hmm. the biggest Um, I think the biggest change for us, I think everything else, as far as the content, as far as uh, what our amazing writers are bringing to everything and what our characters and these amazing actors are bringing to these voices. Like, I think all of that is pretty much the same essence of the original Proud family. And now we're just looking back. I can't believe that we're louder and prouder because we were pretty loud. I think the thing thing that makes us uh, louder and prouder is the fact that we're, we're saying, you need to hear us. Mm-hmm. We got some other stuff that we want to tell you. There's some other things that are going on. And uh, mm-hmm. do you hear me? It's okay to be who you are. Do you hear me? It's okay to grow up. Do you hear me? It's okay if you don't like your parents. You still have to love and respect them. Do you hear me that you have to respect everybody and look at them the same way? regardless of what their choices are. Yes, I'm louder (laughs) and I'm proud to be able to say that I'm in support of everybody being who they are, what they are, where they are. Do you hear me? We're the proud family and we're louder and prouder about making you feel good about you. Joe Marie, delivering on that universal message that we all need to get through life and with our families. I love that so much. I want to go back to you though, Kyla, what can you say? I saw the first episode. I loved it. What's Mm -hmm. the same for Penny and what's new for Penny that you can share with our fans? Oh, what's new for Penny? Um, I think Penny's kind of getting a little love life, you know, now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Intrigue. She got a little love, a little love going on, you know, um, but also balancing that with her daddy because he's crazy, Uh, (laughs) you know, becoming the woman that she is Mm -hmm. and uh, going through situations that are up to date now and dealing with what social media is to us now. And, you know, me being the age that I am, I always sit back and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm so glad I didn't have to deal with that 
knowing that even as an adult, you deal with certain things where social media is concerned. So it's like, okay, let's, you know, put something out there that touches that, you know, and I just love how, up, how they've updated everything. Bruce Smith mm -hmm. and Farquhar are absolutely mm -hmm. amazing in every mm -hmm. single way. And they know how to make things important. And even like Joe Marie was saying, like, we have Michael, a new character who's played by E.J. Johnson, who is coming in and basically, you know, representing a whole group that doesn't always feel seen. You know, we have characters who have two dads. We touch on so mm -hmm. many different things. It's amazing to be a part of it and knowing my uh, friends who, you know, are the fathers and, you know, it's, it's, it's just knowing that they'll be able to relate to something that they haven't been able to before and being able to relate to that. Because being a young Black girl growing up, I didn't have, you know, cartoons to look up to. And I remember being so excited with... Uh, Tiana, Princess Tiana, and my and me mm. having kids, and, mm -hmm. and them having a black princess, you know. So mm -hmm. representation matters so much, and I mm -hmm. think you know Penny is going through what most teenage girls go through, no matter what color they are, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for everybody to see those and and see themselves in it and know that they're not alone, you know. I love it. Penny is really, really awesome to see again, and of course. Sugar Mama. Sugar Mama is fierce and funny. Such a beloved character. Demory, what do you love so much about playing this character? I love the freedom that they give me to express whatever I need to express. They let me say it the way I want to say it, the way Sugar Mama would say it. She doesn't sugarcoat <laughs> it. And it's not just when she's giving lessons to anybody or when she's trying to uh, make a point. They just let me get into me to be honest, to be as honest and genuine as I can, knowing that it's important that what I say and what I do, although it's animated, is still important because I have a viewing audience out there. And I haven't said it in any of the other interviews, but I give, I've had a long running relationship with ABC and Disney. And I appreciate mm -hmm. the fact that they're allowing us to represent and be representatives of something so powerful as what we're bringing to the screen in this new version of the Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, because we are doing something different. And the fact that it's animated gives us the space to expand upon these things so that it balances, out, it balances it out so that you can laugh about it, but think about it also, mm -hmm. so that you can cry about it, but you can be proud mm -hmm. about it also. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I give a lot of credit to that. I like the fact that they allow me to have that kind of freedom, to get as loud as I want to get vocally, but also be as loud and solid as I want to be mm. in my quiet moment. I like that. And I like that about Sugar Mama, because she does know how to scream silently. Yes, you better preach my Sugar Mama, okay? <laughs> I adore you too. And Joe Marie, as you said, your legacy within the Disney family has spanned years. I personally grew up on Family Matters. I'm so excited that each generation is encountering your characters. Proud family, louder and prouder we're talking today. Thank you, ladies, both for the time. This is such an exciting show. And we're excited that fans out there are going to get to meet the Proud family. Yay, thank you. And let me just say something else. Let me say something else. When I, when I hear you speak like that, about how you enjoy the Proud family and, and a lot of you are excited about the Proud, Loud, Proud, Loud and Proud show. It almost brings me to tears because 
for people mm -hmm. to feel that emotional about something that we've done or that we've tried to do in order to make a difference in somebody's life makes me emotional. You're going to make me tear up right now, Joe <laughs> I am. It's an honor talking to you both, and we're excited to see this show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. With us now is Tommy Davidson, the voice of Oscar Proud, and Paula J. Parker, the voice of Trudy Proud. Happy to have you both here. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Thanks yeah, for having me. Those gestures to say hi. It's a podcast. <laughs> I already, right off the bat, I already love the dynamic we're getting here with you guys. For our fans out there, Tommy did wave. Tommy did wave to everybody out there in the podcast world, but I'm already loving the beginning of this. <laughs> so let's start with, when did you both hear that the Proud family would be returning? Oh, wow. A uh, year before, was it a year before last? I don't remember, but it was right on yeah, time. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was about, yeah, it was about a year ago. So got it. So it, this is in the middle of the pandemic, but this, this is something super exciting that you guys are getting to look yeah. forward to. How cool is that? Um, well, blessing to the point, Lisa, where where a lot of people in the country were unable to work. The fact that it was a cartoon, we were able to go into work, pay our rent, mortgages for some. Mm -hmm. And it was a beautiful thing to be able to have a job during a time when so many people were out of work because of the pandemic. You know, it hurt my feelings that I couldn't uh, record with Tommy, which was something that we had done the first time around, which gave our dynamics so much energy, which mm -hmm. I'm sure was why we won the favorite parents, um, Disney favorite parents for like multiple years. So that was one thing that I missed, that energy that Mr. Tommy Davidson brings to every room he's in. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, that's real. You know, <laughs> you've got the energy of a, the sun. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, I love that. Well, I mean, even here in our world that we're living in now, I can already tell the chemistry. I mean, even that is just existing here and the way that we're capturing this. So it's still there. We I want to ask action. We've been asked oh. action since last time. So let's hope <laughs> that one of these days we'll get a proud family okay. movie. <laughs> Look at that. Paula J. Parker wow. putting it out in the world. Putting it out in the universe, <laughs> man. I love it. 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 <laughs> so yeah. one thing about this series, though, is there's a lot of returning cast. Have you guys kept up with each other over the years, or did this feel like the ultimate I reunion? I did. Well, you know, I'm a married woman. Tommy's a married man. Tommy has a new <laughs> baby. She's so pretty. Tommy's oh, congrats. Got, Tommy's got a, a fertility... <laughs> A fertility statue. Oh, no. <laughs> fertility statue. Seeing that. <laughs> got six babies, so please be careful what you wish for. But she's beautiful. So Tommy has grown. I'm married now. I have a son now, 13 years old. So when we first did it, I was in my 20s. You know, so I really, I didn't really get it. I'm just an actress. And I had Tommy and Miss Joe and my real mom and Kyla's mom there to help me find that my way. But Kyla and I have always been close because I'm kind of a kid at heart. And um, and we stayed, we stayed close. So Kyla, I would say, and Miss Joe, I didn't get to, to kick it with Tommy because he was too busy making babies. Oh, God, my God, this girl. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, Tommy I, I, was getting going on his own family. That's yeah. Exactly. yeah look That's at good. this, man. Um, I I um I stayed in touch with everybody just through them working, you know, mm -hmm. and watching them do their pro different projects. Uh, Ralph is a good friend of mine. 
over all those years, we always were in, in close proximity, you know, mm-hmm. all of us. And we did different proud family things over those years too. Like we did mm-hmm. fundraisers. Me and Kyla did a fundraiser, a toy drive up in Harlem for this orphanage that's been in Harlem since the late 1800s. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, like we, just doing stuff. I'm and so then people would, people would have me um, 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 come in, you know, because of the proud family and, and speak to people, you know, speak to schools. And so over those years, I had a close proximity to it with the, not only the cast, but the show itself, you know. Oh, I love that. Part of me, you know. That's what it really sounds like. It Like it's just so near and dear to everyone that we talk to. So that's super, super cool. And I love that this started in the early 2000s. And then here we are, like we're seeing a new updated, just modernized proud family. Right, Paula, right. Paula, what can you tell us about where we left off with Trudy in the early 2000s and dish on the details you can about her new career? I guess, you know, just I'm sorry, I'm going to go back to what Tommy was saying. I guess they did have us do a lot of things because now that I'm thinking back, um, we did go out and touch the world. Um, They sent me out Mm. with Nick Cannon, of all people. Um, and he's, I guess, Nick Elodian. I don't know, but I did that whole Laugh-A-Palooza tour with Nick and your boy Jamie, Jamie Foxx, um, as Trudy Proud. And I was- Oh, able- that's awesome. Yes, and I was able to touch the kids, talk to the kids, and I opened for that tour for the two gentlemen I just mentioned and their comedy routines. So mm-hmm. as Trudy Proud, um, signed autographs mm-hmm. for the baby. So you're right. I forgot all about those things that were so touching and meaningful because it, that's why singers make such an impact in people's lives because they tour and they're able to go out and touch the people literally, you know, through their concert tours. And, mm-hmm. you know, that is something that is very important. Now, as far as Trudy, like I said, you know, she's <laughs> prouder, you know, before she was just proud, <laughs> you know, she made strides for women, you know, in, mm-hmm. in film, in any type of genre, even though we were a cartoon, Trudy was a professional, a doctor. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Trudy were the first African-American cartoon and Trudy is the first professional woman, you know, after Trudy, we had duck. Doc McStuffings, you know, who was also a doctor <laughs> that was able to <laughs> <where Trudy can. laughs> be laughing. It's- McStuffings. <laughs> it is too. And and so I'm I'm very proud of the fact that Trudy is the breadwinner, and and it's unapologetic. Like and and the fact that that my husband is okay with that, even proud mm-hmm. of her. Where, where our society teaches men to be humiliated by not being the, the one bringing in the, the money. The, uh, Tommy slash Oscar lets you know, hey, it's okay. My wife is paid <laughs> and she's fine. You know, so it was a beautiful And she'll be time. back because I got snacks. But go yes, ahead. And I'm going to give them nasty <laughs> snacks because it don't matter. She's paying for it. So I thought it was beautiful then, and it's even more beautiful now because Tommy's character, Oscar's an entrepreneur. He always has been, you know, as a black man, it is kind of hard to find your way in a society that doesn't value your I'm way. black? No, you know? just go ahead. So yeah, he is. And, and, and you wouldn't even know because we transcend, the show transcends color. When you came into the proud household, you saw yourself. 
-hmm. doesn't matter who, what, creed, color, race, um, alien, you saw yourself, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that is one thing that we've kept the same, but Trudy is a big baller now. She's come out of the <laughs> office. She's got a truck, you know, where she makes home calls, doggy home calls. So it's, it's beautiful. We're definitely taking it to the next level. Your, your cookies, your snacks are doing well. I, I know I just gave you a whole bunch of money to invest, you know, how, how are your snacks doing Oscar? They're always doing good. <laughs> I ain't got a problem with snacks. If everybody come back, I give you a snack smack. I love how Paula is just being very profound and obviously identifying Trudy's just timeline and her journey, like in the Proud family. And then we're getting inserts of Tommy doing Oscar's voice. Tommy, I want to hear from you though about Oscar. Where do we meet him as we pick up with him in the series? Uh, you meet him with with a fourteen year old daughter. Oh. You know, and and now she's changing. It's, it's that separation from from being daddy's little girl to daddy's young lady. It's um it's 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 different for him. And there's the advent of social media and this mm -hmm. whole thing. You don't have to meet boys. All you gotta do is go on the phone. There's a bunch of pictures of them. And we TikTok. spent some time with all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, TikTok. Know, we 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 progressed. Yeah. So so we're we're with all of it. You know. Because we we're raised you guys. We raised this generation that now runs. The media, the world, the the idea, the future. We raised you guys, and it's beautiful that you've all grown up not to see color. And I I take a lot of credit for that. I think that we just I had, take all the credit for that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we just had two interviews in Ireland, and when you think of Ireland, you don't automatically think black people, but they embraced us. They love us over there, and I think that speaks volumes to where this show touched everyone's heart, you know, mm -hmm. and, it, and it transcended all of the, the stereotypes and the bigotry mm -hmm. and the things that we weren't supposed to talk about. We talked about and people loved it. And mm -hmm. I think that we're continuing that legacy and we're going to talk about it all. That, and have that, fun. That's my have heart when you fun. talked about that earlier. Mm -hmm. So could you tell them how we've incorporated the whole rainbow of-ness of this country, this world. You can't have a rainbow without all the colors, you know? Mm -hmm. So we're, it's all inclusive. It's the way the world looks now. Um, it's the way that, that our country looks now because, because people spoke out for themselves, you know? And over this pandemic, although serious, the changes that have been made during this time seriously needed to damage the way that America was seeing each other. Mm -hmm. And so now we're in, a, we're in a brand new day and we're exemplifying that on the show. Yes. Mm -hmm. you know? And that's why I thought that, you know, Zoe winning the contest was so significant because it just leveled the playing field for all little black girls and white girls. And the white girls who've been told. They yeah, it was just like, you know what, man? Hey, <laughs> you're American, I'm American. Wow, you know what I mean? What a revelation. <laughs> We're the same. I can't tell you enough how exciting this is to have the Proud family again, as you were saying, Paula, that it raised us in the early 2000s. And then here it is in 2022 to just inspire the next generation. Thank you both so much for the time today. I love your chemistry. I love all the stories that you guys shared with us. And we're really excited for fans to see the Proud family louder and prouder. Raised you because you are 
such a beautiful example of what we were trying to do then and what we're doing now. So thank you for having us. And this is a beautiful thing. We're about and that 20 years went fast, didn't it? It blinked. And then here you are. How many babies later? <laughs> <laughs> there you go with that. Oh, my God. <laughs> thank, thank you, you guys for the time. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thank you. And to close this out, we're talking to creator and executive producer Bruce Smith and executive producer Ralph Farquhar. Welcome. Hey, good, good to be here. Yes. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's begin with hearing about how you got your start in the industry and how it all led to the Proud family. Bruce, let's begin with you. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Well, listen, I'm an animation industry vet for over 30 years. So, uh, you know, within, you know, the, my, the track of my career, about, you know, halfway in, I probably came up with the, just the general parts and components for the Proud family, meaning I just had this sort of like epiphany that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's like a, there was there were animated sitcoms that were blooming all over the place and were showing life and they were funny and they were just as funny as live action sitcoms. So like shows like The Simpsons and Family Guy and such. But I just knew that there was just missing component. And that missing component was was us black folk. And I was like, well, listen, I think we certainly have a foothold in the animated sitcom world. And uh, this is just one area that that we hadn't necessarily um, touched down on. So as I started to assemble all the parts, even throughout working at Disney on some amazing feature films, I always wanted to do television. And mm -hmm. so that's when I took all of my assembled parts and found uh, the amazing Ralph Farquhar and uh, uh, met him, met up one day. We hadn't, we, we hadn't met each other officially, but the Disney Channel was really, you know, they were really into the show. And they were like, we really love the show, really love the components of the show. These characters are rich and wonderful. The world seems like it's going to be pretty cool. Well, how do you want to do this? I was like, well, I want to do it like an animated sitcom, you know, like, like a Moesha or something like that. And then that perked the ears of all the uh, deciderati at the Disney Channel. And they were like, well, listen, Ralph Farquhar does that show. If you can get Ralph Farquhar on this show, then you, son, young man, you've got a green light. And that's kind of how that happened. I ran into Ralph, told Ralph, I said, hey, listen, I've got all these parts, pretty cool. Ralph saw it. He's like, okay, I get this. He says, but uh, this better be good because you brought me off the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> In true Ralph fashion. I thought it was Tiger Woods. Right. <laughs> I mean... You both have amazing stories in the industry that I love, Bruce, that you're talking about all your history with animation and how it led to the Proud family. It all was just leading the way there. Ralph, tell us about your starting the industry and how you got into the Proud family. We don't have enough time for that, but I'll get <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, basically I was an actor and I was uh, getting uh, auditions for like slave number one. And I said, you know what? I'm going to write myself something. I've never written anything in my life. I said, I'm going to write something that I want to be in. That's pretty much been the guiding star of my writing career. But just that thought led me to a lot of shows, creating shows, being involved with shows I didn't create, and then leading to uh, meeting with Bruce and deciding, okay, yeah, this is a show I would want to be in. So let's mm -hmm. why not? let's do it. So that's the, the short of it. <laughs> that's the very modest version of it. Ralph is involved in some you know, true tentpole projects that, you know, that featured a lot of, uh, you know, highly coveted African-American talent. And I think that that's what he didn't mention, but I think that, that, you know, the wake that Ralph, 
as carved is is a really important uh, wake in in the African American landscape through the African American lens. That's why you know the the industry held him so high. I think that's why the Disney Channel held him so high. So so that that component was was like the secret sauce of really getting this project off. You're making me blush, Bruce. You're making I me like blush. that. <laughs> <laughs> the, as Bruce said, the secret sauce, and you delivered that with the Proud family over 20 years ago, though. But this family has resonated. It's connected with multiple generations. How did you guys decide to bring the show back? We were talking to the cast earlier. They heard about it a couple years ago. So I imagine you had to know a little bit before that. Tell us about when you decided to bring it back. Well, they, they heard about it about 30 seconds after we heard about it. Right. <laughs> uh, because uh, we were screaming uh, 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 with, with glee. You know, Disney called us up and said, hey, you know, we we like to bring the Proud family back. Are you guys interested? Which was, hey, guys, we've been pitching it to you every, every year for like for the past 10 years. So it was like, of course we want to do it. And and the good news is so did the cast. So it was, it's just one of those great opportunities that presented itself. And there was no way either one of us were going to uh, pass on it. And also, I mean, I think, you know, the cast was key for us. Like we wanted to get all the original parts back together and what was amazing was that everyone sounds the same 20 years later you know? yeah you know from kyla all the way down to sugar mama it's like everybody is was ready and raring to go i remember when we were making those phone calls and how excited everybody was you know what i mean it's like they could first they didn't believe it because they you know they were sort of like how come it's not happening even the years that we were pitching around how come this is not happening how come this is not happening mm-hmm. so the fact that it was happening it was like no they get out of here it ain't happening <laughs> So that that made the true difference. And I think what opened Disney's eyes was the day that Tommy hit that red carpet after we told Tommy not to say nothing. When we told him, no, don't say nothing, Tommy. Tommy's on the red carpet. That's like telling Tommy to tell everybody. Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> outlet at Little Smalls, mind you, I say this, it's a small social media outlet approach, Tommy, just on the fly, kind of saw him on the red carpet and he said, Hey, Tommy Davidson, you know, very simple. You know, it's almost like somebody yelling from a crowd saying, we're going to get some of that proud family. It was like the guy just walked up and said, we're going to get some of that proud family. And Tommy said, oh, yeah, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but the proud family is going to come out. It's going to come out on Disney Plus stream. And the dude lost his mind. And the, the footage that they have is incredible. And that dude ran to social media with his little small social media following and set black Twitter ablaze. So when <laughs> Disney saw that, like certainly giving us the green light to do something is one thing, but seeing the response in an arena that they don't necessarily drive in, you know what I mean? It's like getting that uh, that hood card. That hood card is, is, a, is a thing where, you know, being able to walk in a very tough neighborhood and people are like giving you, hey, what's up, my man? What's up? Hey, what's up? <laughs> that thing. Disney never really held a hood card before. And Twitter was that hood card where all of a sudden everybody started like, you know, how, how inter- internet is like bees to honey. So it's like you got to now all of a sudden got a swarm of bees heading over to D+. And I'm sure they were like, what is this about? Like, we don't know what it is. And you see what's what's trending and the proud family is trending and we got a phone call saying the proud family is trending like crazy and we haven't even made the announcement we were like see what you got (laughs) (laughs) well i have to say i am so glad that how it all came to be we're here now 2022 it's exciting to be talking about the proud family again disney fans are so excited for this to come back i already saw the first episode i'm a huge fan 
But speaking of fandom, are you guys ready to take on some Disney fan questions with us? Hey. Okay, so we call this our Insider Five. What is your earliest memory of being a Disney movie fan? Ooh, mine was easy. That was uh, 101 Dalmatians. When I first saw 101 Dalmatians, you know, it was like a, a re-release in the theaters, you know, where I was born and raised in Los Angeles, South Central Los Angeles. So walking or taking the bus down the street to go see that movie turned my life around. Like it, it was the one movie that that led me into animation, actually. And when I saw those performances on the screen of Corella DeVille mm. and, and them singing the song, I remember that song, the Corella DeVille song. I had never seen animated characters move that way and perform that way on film. And I just, you know, this before the days of VCRs and everything like that, I just remember running home to remember everything that was in my head to draw it, you know, horribly, mind you, but just drawing it just, it just <laughs> in my brain because it was something that just really stuck in there and it really drove me to become, you know, an animation artist. That's awesome. I love that movie. Ralph, what about you? Who's Jiminy Cricket? Jiminy Cricket. What is that? Tokyo. Oh my gosh, I love that's that a, so much. And, that, and that's a movie we went to see every year. I met a cricket and his name was Jiminy. <laughs> <laughs> my first. That's a good segue to our next question. You're invited to a Disney-themed costume party. Who or what do you dress as? I guess for the sake of, of lineage, of animation legacy that I'm a part of in the studio, I'd have to come dressed as Dr. Facilier. Uh oh, you took mine, Bruce. That was my answer. That, you know what? We'll take it, Ralph. Okay, it's Disney karaoke night. What song do you sing? Look, I'm, I'm like one of the first Mickey Mouse Club kids. Okay, that's great. I love that. <laughs> M-I-C-K-E-Y. Oddly, I would sing Corella DeVille. I would sing that song. I would be Roger. I love well, it. I can see you in the on the piano too. That's very, very awesome. If you could only ride one ride all day to Disney Park, which would it be? Well, for me, I old school Matterhorn. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I still got my D tickets. I'd, I'd go. I'd go through the Pirates of the Caribbean. I always see something different every time I go through there. I love it. Matterhorn Pirates. Those are amazing rides. Okay, this one is going to be tough, but let's see what you got. Which Disney character has the best life advice, and what is it? Sugar Mama says the penny. Go live your life, baby. Oscar gave some really good advice in another episode where Penny, you know, wanted to grow up and she got a taste of being grown up. It's like, look, you know, no matter what happens to you, we got you. You try to explain that to your kids and sort of let them know to go out and explore. And, you know, we, we got you. I think that's always really sort of sage advice. No one should feel like they're by themselves trying to navigate this life, you know? Very powerful, very beautiful statements and getting people and fans excited for the new Louder and Prouder series. Woo! Thank you both so much for joining us. It was a true pleasure. Thank you for having us. That's our show. The Proud Family Louder and Prouder is now streaming on Disney Plus with new episodes streaming weekly. So you don't miss any upcoming podcast episodes, subscribe and follow Disney Movie Insiders Presents. And while you're there, we'd love it if you gave us a rating and review. Visit DisneyMovieInsiders.com or our app and enter bonus code PENNY. The code expires March 8, 2022 at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. Membership is required. Limit one redemption per account. Visit DisneyMovieInsiders.com for terms and conditions. We'll catch you next time, Insiders, with more Disney Movie Magic.